Welcome to the Doc Washburn Podcast. Uh, this is episode 289, and uh, we are uh, live. This, of course, is not Doc Washburn. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc. Doc is actually uh, down in Florida visiting with family uh, for the Thanksgiving holidays. And so I'm sitting in for Doc. I was supposed to do this on Friday and didn't get to it until today. I had a lot of family and so forth. So I'm so thankful that you joined me and uh, we're going to be on here for a little bit. And uh, uh, as I kind of teased uh, yesterday, we're going to talk about the criminal uh, persecution, not prosecution, of uh, Mark Houck, Houck, who is a uh, pro-life uh, advocate in Pennsylvania. And uh, I believe recently he was on Tucker Carlson, but that's not how I found out about him. Uh, and it's just absolutely criminal what is happening with Mark Houck. Also, I'm going to talk to you uh, and wrap up the show tonight uh, talking about why the GOP does not need to emulate what the Democrats do with absentee voting. And uh, I have firsthand experience on why I think, A, we don't need to do it. B, I don't think it will work. Um, and and I'll, I'll uh, talk about that a little bit uh, more. So anyway, just so thankful that you joined us tonight. And uh, get ready. We're getting ready to get started for the Dot Washburn Show. And I hope that you will uh, come back and uh, be with us for tonight's show. All right, uh, we're back and uh, going to play a little music and had a little uh, problem there. So uh, anyway, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, Mark Hout may have been someone that you have heard about. Mark Hout was a uh, pro-life advocate, and uh, he had his son out at the uh, Planned Parenthood uh, Clinic. Uh, and this has been, I believe, about uh, a year ago. I will, uh, I'm going to look this up and make sure. I thought I had that in my notes. Uh, but anyway, he was at this, um, uh, at this clinic and protesting as he was wont to do uh, on, uh, on very regular occasion. Uh, on occasion, he is a Catholic pro-life uh, activist. Uh, and so uh, he, uh, there was a Planned Parenthood um, Worker, he, he, strangely enough, in the article they call him an escort, which is really strange. But he basically, uh, what they mean by that when they say escort, he escorts women who are wanting abortions from their vehicle to the Planned Parenthood um, property. And so, um, so anyway, uh, but he's a worker for Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. And uh, in, in his 70s, I believe, 72, maybe 76, something like that. I, I want to say 72. So anyway, um, what happened, uh, this this guy, Mark Howe, I'm, I'm sorry, this man, um, Bruce Love, 72-year-old volunteer at the Philadelphia Planned Parenthood. So anyway, uh, he's escorting a lady in, and uh, the... Uh, the U.S. government now alleges, and I'm going to back up and talk about this here in just a moment because it's not going to be what it seems, so just hang on. So the U.S. government alleges that Hauk assaulted and forcefully shoved Bruce Love, a 72-year-old volunteer. Uh, and there is a federal statute, it's called the FACE statute, 
and it's something to do with um, uh, preventing people from going into uh, abortion clinics. And if you block or physically um, in, uh, impede someone from going in, uh, and that's uh, it's a federal statute. So uh, it's it's basically a way for a criminalized Department of Justice uh, to uh, to trump up uh, charges on pro-life individuals who are not charged by that particular municipality. Let me explain. So what happens is uh, this Bruce Love is escorting a lady in to have an abortion or at least have counseling about an abortion. I'm using air quotes there for counseling, which means tear a baby from limb to limb. But nonetheless, so uh, obviously Bruce Love and um, uh, Mark Houck uh, have some words um, and, and I don't know who started it. I don't know what happened from all accounts. Mark Houck has, uh, Houck has not been a um, violent person or been an intimidating person. Uh, he's very strong in his beliefs and he's very uh, adamant on how he uh, comes at things and, and approaches abortion, uh, but he is not known for uh, physically assaulted anybody or or anything like that. Very uh, has a large family. From all accounts, very gentle, godly, good good man. Just hates abortion, much like God hates abortion. And so he's at this clinic, uh, and and I think I can back up what I'm saying. And even those of you that may or may not uh, agree with me, and I think most of you will because you listen to the show. But if you listen to the show and you're pro-abortion. Uh, you, uh, you, you, uh, I think after you hear me, you'll see how unjust the, the persecution of Mark Halk is. So, uh, Bruce Love accused him of shoving him, shoving him down, uh, even hurting him. Uh, and so he calls the police. So get this now, the Philadelphia police come out, uh, and the Philadelphia police choose not to arrest Mark Halk. Uh, for uh, any type of assault, even though Bruce Love claims to be hurt real bad, not real bad, but hurt significantly, I think was the term used in the article. Um, but the Philadelphia police, which I wouldn't think of as being your uh, Texas Rangers or being, you know, uh, people that would be probably super, uh, you know, supportive of, of, pro-life uh, protesters, but that's just, a, you know, that's just, a, I'm spitballing here. So they they decide not to press charges on Mark Houck. Well, uh, the case gets bumped up to the district attorney of Philadelphia, who is very liberal. Um, so it gets referred to them. I think they take it on advisement or something. I don't think they arrest him there, if I remember right. But anyway, it is pushed on up to the uh, to the um, Philadelphia district attorney. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, a grand jury was even uh, convened. And the grand jury, which the old saying goes, a grand jury can indict, will indict a ham sandwich. Uh, but they failed to get an indictment on Mark Howell for attacking uh, this individual, Bruce Love, this uh, worker for Planned Parenthood. And so then the DA 
refuses to continue to pursue charges against Mark Howe. So you would think at this juncture, uh, the case has ended. Uh, there was some type of disagreement. Oh, I, I failed to mention, uh, which is very, very important, that um, Mark Howe says the reason that he even got as aggressive as he did with Bruce Love, because Bruce Love was talking to his uh, eight or 10 year old son. Um, and you can we can argue about whether his son should have been there or not. And maybe he was teaching his son, you know, how to stand up for, for children. That That's one way you could look at it. Uh, another way you could look at it is he could possibly put him in harm's way with some really evil, violent, crazy people. So I, I can see the argument both ways. But nonetheless, this Bruce Love, the worker for Planned Parenthood, starts cursing and saying really vulgar things, according to Mark Houck, uh, to his little boy. And so Mark Howe basically did what you and I would do, say, you know, don't say stuff like that again. And I guess the guy decided, you know, he didn't care. And so that's when Mark Howe got as aggressive. And I don't know the degree of aggression, uh, but it obviously wasn't enough that the district attorney of Philadelphia would not continue to pursue charges after the grand jury decided not to uh, pursue or not to indict Mark Houck. So hopefully you've kind of got the picture of what has happened uh, thus far. But uh, as you will see, uh, it doesn't stop there uh, because we have a uh, president and we have a an administration that is uh, just indescribably corrupt uh, and evil, uh, and anything else that you can, and, and punitive. Um, and, and listen, there's one thing that you can know, whether it's Republican or Democrat, if, if you abuse power to, to, uh, to attack and to punish powerless people, you have no business with power. Now, most of us already knew that Joe Biden had no business with power, not someone as addled and uh, corrupt and and profane and uh, whatever else demented as this guy, and I mean sexually demented as this guy, has no business with any kind of power whatsoever. Uh, and yet now we find him, ironically, as the most powerful man on the face of the earth, and he's using it to punish not only Mark Houck, uh, but all the people that are st still being held without bail, without being charged from January the 6th, which is just completely and totally and utterly uh, corrupt. It, it's like a banana republic. It is worse than any uh, tin pot dictator. So uh, anyway, you'd think that was the end of the story. Well, it's not. And I want to finish the story for you and tell you about it here in just a moment. Before we do that, I want to tell you how thankful I am for uh, one of our great sponsors. And, it, and one of our great sponsors is none, none other than Mitch Ward and the Red River Auto Group and Red River Your Way. And if you are looking for a car here at the end of the year, uh, do us a huge favor. Do Doc a favor. Thank you, Doc, for allowing me to sit in for you tonight. Uh, but do Doc and do myself and do yourself a, a huge favor and try to do your best to do business with liberty-minded, freedom-loving people like Mitch Ward and the Red River Auto Group and their multiple car dealerships 
over several states and their Red River Your Way uh, website where you can buy a car new or used. If you go to uh, Red River Auto Group, uh, you can go to redriveryourway.com, go on there. If you don't find what you're looking for, maybe you're looking for a brand new car, call their number. They will help you tell them uh, that you heard this on the Dot Washburn Show. Tell them how much you appreciate them. When Doc was, uh, uh, most of you have heard me tell the story, but when Doc was fired from Cumulus Media, the first person that called us was Mitch Ward uh, from Red River Auto Group and said, I want to help. I want to be a part of what you're doing. We could not be doing this show and would not have been able to do this show over the last year if it were not for uh, the, the tremendous, tremendous liberty-mindedness uh, and, 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 and generosity of Mitch Ward and Red River, Red River Auto Group, redriveryourway.com. So make sure that you uh, check them out and do yourself a favor, not just doing us a favor or doing Mitch and, and his company a favor, but doing yourself a favor by shopping with people with your uh, principles, your ideals, uh, with your same type of uh, outlook when it comes to liberty, and you will get a great deal from Red River Auto Group, redriveryourway.com. So let's pick back up with pro-life activist Mark Houck uh, and uh, what happened. I, I told you that uh, he got into an altercation as a result of this 72-year-old Bruce Love uh, cursing and saying some very vile and filthy things uh, to his son out in front of this uh, abortion clinic. And so uh, Mark Hout basically tells him to shut his mouth. I don't know what physically happened. It's kind of one word against the other. Uh, but suffice to say, it must not have been too bad because the Philadelphia police, nor did the district attorney of Philadelphia, decide to pursue charges. Okay, that's where the story should have ended, right? But it doesn't. Because here comes the Department of Justice. So there is an altercation, not a fistfight, not where people, you know, had major physical injuries or any physical injuries that I'm aware of, but strictly a verbal, uh, from all accounts, if there was any physical, it was very, very, maybe some shoving, maybe, you know, one finger on one chest, one on the other, or something like that. But definitely nothing uh, very, very uh, profound. Uh, so, but your federal government, the DOJ, uh, they're not out trying to find the Walmart shooter. They're not out trying to find the car, the, uh, uh, the, the, the Virginia uh, Tech uh, shooter. Uh, it was a Virginia Tech, yeah, I believe it was Virginia, or, or University of Virginia. Uh, shooter. No, no, no. They're, they're not trying to fight. Yeah, it was University of Virginia shooter, uh, even though they had uh, they had cause to believe or reason to believe uh, that he was going to go off uh, and that he had a gun. Uh, but no, no, they and all these multiple other shootings have been going on. No, no, they, they, they were not focused on that. They were focused on Mark Houck and a 72-year-old guy in front of a Planned Parenthood getting into it. And so guess what they do? Uh, they show up at Mark Houck's house uh, pre-dawn. Now, does this sound familiar? With 25 uh, armed FBI or Department of Justice, yeah, FBI um, agents, SWAT team, 25 people. 
and they threaten to bust down this guy's door. They come in and they handcuff this guy in front of his wife and I believe seven children. He has like seven kids and they, uh, they had estimated 20 FBI agents who took, uh, who came into Houck's home and, uh, and took this peaceful father of seven children, shackled him in front of them, hauled him off in this pre, pre-dawn raid. How despicable, how pathetic. Um, what bullies, what, um, I, I mean, I, I just, I can't even describe to you just how deplorable uh, in such filth and um, and just how low this is. There, there are no words uh, to describe how utterly despicable these actions are. And so guess what? Mark Houck has pleaded innocent or not guilty rather uh, to the charges that he's been, uh, that has been leveled against him. Now these charges are to do with a uh, new federal uh, crime that has been invented to basically um, to punish conservatives. And it's if you uh, if, if you prevent somebody from going into a uh, abortion clinic, uh, you know, then you can face this. No pun intended. You can face this new criminal statute, which is something to do with uh, preventing people from going in for health care, basically. So it's it's nothing more. Uh, than a knee-jerk reaction to what the Supreme Court did with the uh, Roe v. Wade and saying, now we're going to punish you uh, for standing up for these children uh, that are being aborted. And so uh, it is it is utterly and completely deplorable. Uh, it is despicable. Uh, it is uh, a travesty and a crying shame. And it uh, what it does it creates this desperation uh, with with you and I, and we feel powerless, uh, and we feel powerless against a a regime of bullies and and just uh, uh, I, I can't even just every time I talk about it, I get so upset. But uh, just these despicable uh, bullies and and just monsters. Uh, that call themselves the government. But you know what? Something I, I thought about, I thought about, uh, and this is for believers and non-believers, okay, uh, but uh, of the Bible. But Philippians 4 and 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but with everything, uh, with prayer and supplication, making your requests known unto God, uh, and it mentions in there with thanksgiving. And so, you know what we do? We, we take this to prayer. I know we want to, uh, you know, physically, you just you 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 just have your fists clenched, your teeth clenched. You you want to do something. You're like, you know, I want to teach these people a lesson. Uh, but but I'm telling you, the greatest thing that we can do is is to fight this thing on our knees and and go to prayer and say, uh, you know what? We're going to pray. We're going to pray for Mark Hout. We're going to pray for his wife. We're going to pray for his seven children. We're going to pray for. Uh, people to come forth with the FBI uh, that reveals how corrupt and how utterly and completely despicable they are. And and maybe, just maybe what happens in this situation 
uh, is finally you get FBI people who get sick and tired of watching good people like the people on January the 6th and good people like Mark Hout be abused. Uh, you have IRS agents who get sick and tired of watching uh, corrupt people like the Epsteins just do what they want to do. Uh, but good people are being attacked and, and just being harassed by the IRS. Sorry about that. I had to get some water. So, Anyway, uh, I, I wanted to make you aware of that, that story. If you're like me, you don't watch Fox News. I, I didn't even know to, after I'd already planned to do this that he had been on Tucker Carlson, good for Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is probably about the only person uh, that I, I would watch if I were to watch uh, Fox News. Uh, I, was in a, I was waiting on an airport shuttle the other day in Washington, D.C., actually, and I was staying at the Marriott, and I was sitting in the lobby having a cup of coffee, waiting on the shuttle to take me to Reagan International. And Fox News was on, shocker, figured it'd be CNN, but it was in the hotel. And uh, But here's what I learned on Fox News. I learned that uh, Herschel Walker, this is on Fox News, this wasn't on CNN. I, I learned on Fox News that Herschel Walker had a house in Texas, and that's where he was claiming his residence was uh, for tax purposes. Um, and uh, but but I, I promise you that that's not the whole story because he couldn't have residence to run for office in Georgia if that were the case. But the truth doesn't matter because the uh, you know the uh, Fox News is a part of the Uniparty. They're a part of the McConnell. Uh, you know, uh, mobsters. And so, um, so you know what they're trying to do? They would rather have a uh, child uh, harming, uh, corrupt Democrat, they literally would, than have a conservative supported by Donald Trump. And I'm talking about they, talking about uh, Mitch McConnell and Fox News. Uh, no doubt about it. They would rather have it. They they will celebrate Raphael Warnock over Herschel Walker. Uh, and that's the world that you live in, my friend, right there. Uh, and so a uh, lot of stuff going on, a lot of things happening. Uh, we're going to uh, pivot to our next story here in just a moment. Uh, but uh, aren't you glad for great shows like this? I love Doc's newer opening that he has and it's basically, I'll never call Joe Biden president. Uh, it says, um, I don't believe, I believe the election was stolen. I believe the vaccination, uh, the whole thing was a setup. Uh, I'll never take the vaccination. I'll never take the boosters. Uh, I, I, uh, I believe that the election was stolen from Donald Trump. I'll never call Joe Biden president. Uh, there's some other things that's really good in there, but it's like this is this is a different kind of show. You're uh, not many shows you're going to have people call out Fox News. Listen, as much as I like Mark Levin, he's never going to call out Fox News because he works for them. A lot of guys, obviously, Sean Hannity's not going to call out Fox News because that's where he gets his biggest paycheck. Uh, and plus, he's not a conservative anyway. Uh, most of these guys are not going to call out Fox News, but you'll hear that here. And not to call them out, just to call them out. But when they are wrong, that's when we call them out. And in this case, when you are advocating and pushing for Raphael Warnock over Herschel Walker, then 
uh, you don't deserve to even be on the air, and especially uh, you can be on the air, but uh, conservatives uh, you sh shouldn't have to listen to it. Um, but uh, the reason we're able to say the things we're able to say is because of people like Mitch Ward and the Red River Auto Group and RedRiverYourWay.com. But it's also a wonderful people uh, that, uh, like Dr. Crabtree, uh, are, are both Dr. Crabtrees, uh, and that is uh, TurnMyPowerOn.com. TurnMyPowerOn.com. What a great and wonderful, wonderful concept. Uh, Doc goes on and on. He tells me both off the air, you hear him talk about it on the air, the tremendous change in his life because of TurnMyPowerOn.com. If you live in Arkansas, go to TurnMyPowerOn.com and uh, make an appointment, just call the number, make an appointment with one of the uh, doctors, Crabtree, and uh, they'll get you in. If you're having leg pain, neck pain, if you're having chronic headaches, sinus uh, problems, you're having uh, vision problems, uh, all kind of issues, uh, this this just state-of-the-art uh, health procedure uh, can make a profound difference in your life. Once you go uh, for a no-strings-attached evaluation, uh, and then if you don't live in Arkansas, go to TurnMyPowerOn.com, go to the tab at the top right-hand corner. It says, find a doctor. Find a doctor that uh, does this, that will do this for you uh, in your area. If you can't find a doctor, call Dr. Crabtree's office and say, hey, I live in such and such. Do you somebody maybe in the area, and they may have known somebody that is not on the list, but let them know that you heard about it on the Dot Washburn Show. TurnMyPowerOn.com uh, is bringing you the second half of the Dot Washburn Show. We're going to finish up tonight's show. It's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. going to keep it about 35, 40 minutes, something like that. But I want to talk to you about this uh about this movement of, hey, let's let's do what the Democrats are doing. Let's load down absentee voting. Uh, let's just, you know, get absentee voting. Let, let's don't vote on, on election day. Uh, now, I advocate for, uh, I, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with uh, maybe doing absentee ballots uh, or, um, you know, go especially early voting. What I would prefer you to do, and I'm going to explain to you what I prefer you to do is go to early voting. I think the biggest mistake that conservatives make, especially in large municipal areas, urban areas, is go to polling places on election day. Uh, and that's where a lot of the nefarious and a lot of the dishonest stuff like in Arizona is going on and has gone on, will be going on. Good for Carrie Lake for not uh, conceding. Uh, that I think that's great, uh, and and I support her 100. percent I hope you do as well. But uh, I think early voting is much better than a vote voter uh, voting on voting uh, on election day. I know I typically always vote early, and so I'm still voting uh, in person. Uh, but I am not fighting a huge crowd typically to do that. And so I think that's the, that's kind of the best in the middle. And that's what I would recommend for you. And I'm going to tell you why here in just a moment. Okay. Uh, before I do that, I'm going to tell a story real quick, uh, kind of continuation of a, of a local municipal city council race, 
that uh, I was involved in. I was helping the lady who is a friend of my wife and I's, and I was running her campaign. Uh, we were running against the former uh, Democratic Party chairman of Arkansas's son, and uh, we lost that election. Even though we were the incumbent, we lost that election by six votes. And you know what six, you know what the difference is between our absentee ballots and her absent and his absentee ballots? Six votes. So we lost absentee ballots, beat us by six votes. Um, and we were down by three, we were up by 33 votes at the end of voting that night. And said, oh, wait a minute, we found some more. Now you're down by three votes. And then when all the absentee votes were counted, we lost by six votes. And so let, let me tell you why you don't want to absentee vote, in my opinion, and why you your best bet. Listen, when, when uh, you know, there's no saying about locks. This is locks are for honest people. I think uh, voting requirements, voting rules are for honest people. It's not for corrupt people. Corrupt people want to steal election. They're going to steal it. They have stolen them. Uh, they're, they're stealing them now. They'll steal them in the future. So what we have to do is we have to do our best uh, to not enable them and not to make it easier for them to steal elections. But I don't think we do what they do. And again, I'm not, and no one's advocated that I'm aware of for stealing elections. What they have advocated for was uh, we ought to, uh, you know, we ought to vote early and just flood them with envelopes. Here's why I think you don't want to do that. Uh, so, okay, so we're sitting there waiting for them to open. Now I'm thinking they're going to open ballots up and look at them, okay? That's not what happens. Uh, so we're down by three votes. We go to the voting commission, who's two Democrats and a Republican. Uh, and then there is a, um, the clerk the, the, in, our, in our state, the county, we're, we're in Pulaski County. It's the largest county in uh, Arkansas. And the Pulaski County clerk, county clerk is there. She is the head person of elections for the county, uh, for Pulaski County. So when uh, absentee votes come in, when provisional ballots come in, when military ballots come in, uh, they don't open those up at a, at a uh, election commission to look at them. No, no, no. They go to the clerk of court's office, who is a ardent, dem uh, hardcore left-wing Democrat. In fact, right before the election commission meeting started, uh, the former head of the Democratic Party came over and gave her a hug, and they exchanged pleasantries. Uh, and then he went and sat down. And lo and behold, you know, and I'm not saying that was related, but that was that's their relationship. And so, um, you know, we lost by six votes. So here in my mind is what happens when you, when Republicans say, okay, we're going to mail in our votes. We're going to do like, you know, we're going to put drop boxes everywhere and make it super easy for people to vote. I, I think you do make it easy for people to vote. I think you, you know, I, I wouldn't be afraid of anybody going to vote, uh, Republican or Democrat. Uh, but but I think if, if you, here's the thing you need to understand yeah, if if you don't vote uh, with a ballot, and whether that's by machine, which I'm not for, I prefer a hand ballot with a, you know, fill in the blank, uh, physically filled in, uh, and counted, not in a tabulator. I don't I don't like that either. Uh, just so you know, um, 
But if you uh, fill out a form, uh, that tabulator, uh, at least that that uh, data goes straight to the website, supposedly, uh, of the, the county and is posted there. So it, it doesn't go to somebody else. And then the ballots themselves go to somewhere and are under lock and key, supposedly. Uh, but guess where the provisional ballots and provisional ballot, just for a little bit of review, if you get to the polling place, like in Arkansas, you have to show ID, supposedly, but they don't do it uh, in a lot of places. But you're supposedly, supposedly supposed to show ID. If you didn't have your ID, they said, well, guess what? We're going to still let you vote, but it's going to be a provisional ballot. Now, once you show us your ID, you come back, you come to the clerk of court's office and show us a an ID, then, you know, we'll say, okay, uh, you know, we're going to let this provisional ballot uh, is going to be, you're going to be able to, it's going to be able to be counted. But it's not counted at the election commission where the one Republicans over looking over the shoulder of the two Democrats. No, at the end of the election cycle, the week after the election, I think it's five days after the election, something like that here in our state, uh, the clerk of court will send the, the county clerk, I keep saying clerk of court, the county clerk will send a list of everybody, military, provisional, absentee ballots, and send that to the election commission secretary and say, here's what we decided. So guess what the, the election commission does? They sit there with these huge 11 by 17 sheets of paper with hundreds of names on them. It says, okay, we've got 300 provisional ballots. Uh, we accepted 140 of those, 130 of those we didn't accept, and whatever else with the rest. Now, they don't go through each and every one of them. They may ask a few questions. But there's no way of knowing, especially in a race where there were six votes, there's no way of knowing if any of those 300 provisional ballots were actually good ballots and they just kicked them out because they had Republican written on. There's no way of knowing. And uh, you, th you think a Democrat who will kill a, a child in the womb won't uh, claim that a provisional ballot that is valid uh, wasn't valid? Absolutely they will. And so uh, that's why I think you do not want, in my opinion, I think you don't want to revert to uh, wholesale mail-in ballots and, and, and the like. I think you want to try to vote early. You want to vote and you want to try to advocate that your county uh, goes back to paper ballots and they're hand-counted, not counted on a tabulator. I still realize, and then I believe that uh, there needs to be a insertion of uh, people that uh, auditors that looks at every like the clerk of court. Why, why should I trust the clerk, the, the county clerk of Pulaski County, who is an Arton Democrat uh, and Democrats voted her in because Pulaski County is primarily Democrats. Everybody else lives outside in the suburbs. And so why in thunder? Uh, would I trust that the that her and her staff uh, are going to uh, give every Republican uh, th their votes and every Democrat their votes? I, I, I don't believe that. Uh, and, and, and at the very least, I'm, I'm hugely skeptical. So why couldn't we have auditors uh, 
auditors who, from both parties, they can go in and they can look at every one of those. They can contest them, but say, we don't have that. And so if you start mailing in a bunch of ballots and you mail them in to Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin, you've had Republicans mailing in to Pennsylvania, mailing in to Michigan. We'll never know. We may not ever win another election there anyway. But you certainly won't if you start playing their game. And so I tell you what you got to do. You got to get it to where uh, they don't have all these drop boxes that, you know, if there's early voting, it's early voting. I mean, I, I like early voting, uh, but all this absentee voting, uh, uh, and, and I, I kind of go both ways on the absentee voting, uh, you know, make it as easy as possible for people to vote, but make it to where you can't cheat. Make it to where the people that is over it can't, can't cheat. Now, l- let me close out with this. Let me tell you why I think uh, Republicans do not need to do this. Most of your urban centers, most of your areas where you have a lot of people who live in the county, uh, live in the city, they have a lot of people who live out in the county uh, and they live in the suburbs, but they're still in that county. Most of your uh, major cities, uh, counties are predominantly Democrats. There's very few Republicans uh, on those uh, those urban, uh, large urban county uh, election commissions, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think, I think there's going to be major work done, uh, on those election commissions. I think there's going to be major work done for auditors overlooking what's going on. Uh, but I don't think you just start doing what they do because then you don't have a leg to stand on because you've bought in, you start doing what they're doing and you don't have the control they have. They have Democrats sitting there determining what ballot they're going to take and what ballot they're going to kick out. Uh, but there's hope, folks, and, and it takes a lot of money to organize. It takes a lot of money to get candidates to run for different uh, different offices. And you know who's somebody that is on the forefront of this? It's one of our sponsors. That's right. Uh, I'm so thankful we have people like uh, Red River Auto Group, Red River Your Way. I'm so thankful we have people like uh, uh, TurnMyPowerOn.com. But we have a new sponsor. A new sponsor is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a phenomenal, phenomenal product. If you've been paying eighty, a hundred dollars a month for mo- mobile service, when you can pay uh, half that. Uh, then you want to call Patriot Mobile. Go to PatriotMobile.com. When you go there, click on Doc. And you're going to save the activation fees. It's going to be so easy to do. And guess what? Patriot Mobile supports. They give a huge amount of money every year uh, to local uh, conservatives who are running for office. They have determined they're going to be a major player in trying to help. Um, trying to help. Uh, get conservatives elected to the school board, election commission, municipal uh, uh, positions, and, and start with grassroots and grow from there. Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com. Make sure you put in the keyword doc, D-O-C, doc, D-O-C, and uh, start making the switch today to Patriot Mobile. Save uh, half or better on your cell phone. Get the same coverage uh, and help us turn this thing around. Uh, Man, I'm so thankful that you joined us tonight. 
Uh, I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, being with you. And uh, I'm so thankful that you made the time here tonight to, to be with me. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope everything went smoothly for you. Uh, we actually had, did our Thanksgiving a little bit later. Uh, my wife and I went and had Chinese uh, on, on Thursday night because all the kids were doing something else. But we got together with all the family today. It was a great time. And uh, we live in the greatest country in the world. We're so honored and pleased to have you as a part of the show. And uh, Doc will be back with you on Monday. And uh, looking forward to having him back. And uh, thank you for putting up with me today. Thank you, Doc, for giving me this opportunity. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.